0: it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Our Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception that the Show.
2: Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Go, Matt Harmon here with you, and you're listening to Reception of Perception, the Go. Matt, uh, the time comes nigh; it is uh, running out on your boy here, Matt Harmon, uh, in Southern California. Man, how, how are you doing? Uh, how are you holding up, pal?
1: Yeah, just a week from today, our uh, our moving container will arrive. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's it's pretty crazy. It was good to see you on uh, saturday we had a really nice oh, turnout yeah. for our, our going away party uh had way too many beers just uh you know as <laughs> as as as, as you want to do uh, or if you're me you want to do yeah. so now that's i'm just trying huge. to yeah it's per usual. so uh just trying to g- get as much work done as possible uh get as much guys charted for the website uh you know, while I'm so that I could take some time to actually physically move across the country and trying to mostly get rid of furniture, buddy. I'll tell you that. Hey, anybody listening who's in the Southern California area, <laughs> um, you need some furniture. DM DM your boy Matt Harmon on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> I'll give you a good rate if you come pick this thing up and get it out of my face. I'll tell you that. Oh my God. I absolutely love it.
2: Um, (laughs) Hey, listen, we got a great show in front of us here today, man. Um, I want to talk a little bit uh, about what, uh, Adams said, but, uh, obviously the, the big drop data drop, uh, on the website, of course, has been surrounding, uh, you know, first year players going into their second year. Uh, by the way, did we make this announcement official on, on the podcast, uh, about bringing in brand new, into 2023 we're talking about doing quarterback charting for the very first time. Did we talk about that in the last episode?
1: I don't know nope. if we did. Nope, we well, dropped the go. news on well, you know, because we're a real professional operation, James. I think you told me uh, uh during those too many beers on on, yes. on Saturday at the at the going away party. So by the way, we're going to drop the the Derek Klassen news on Monday. I said, "All right, sounds good." <laughs> so that was how, that's how that's how we at Reception Perception do a PR uh campaign right there. That's it. Very coordinated, obviously.
2: Uh, <laughs> but Derek Klassen, uh, if you guys don't follow him, QB Class uh, is his handle on Twitter. And he's going to be doing uh, quarterback charting uh, for us. We, we we both really respect his work, man. And I tell you what, I, I know maybe some people are on the fence about getting a subscription to RP, man, receptionperception.com. Uh, but hopefully this will sway you and throw you in over the top because not only are going to get world-class wide receiver charting, now you're going to get world-class quarterback charting as well. We're, we're trying to turn ourselves into a little bit of a uh, uh, an elite charting house, if you will, I think at RP. So uh, slowly but surely we're building up that base, man, but I cannot wait. Uh, and I know Matt feels, and I'm, I know Matt, you feel the same way. Well, I, I can't wait to see the uh, the product that he pumps out.
1: Me too. Like you said, I've been a fan of Derek's work for a long time. And I think I've known, dude, I think I've known Derek on Twitter since like 2013, 2014, something like that. Like we've been, we have both been on football Twitter for a long, yeah, I know a long time. Um, I've always thought he did great work with quarterbacks and, you know, it was just kind of a random, um, random idea. But, you know, I saw a career update post he put on Twitter and I just thought, hey, you know, you know it'd be pretty cool like i i view him as like a you know i mean I'm, like i'm a specialist at charting wide receiver that makes me gross it just sounds gross just to say i'd be like i'm a wide receiver specialist and it just sounds like <laughs> an, a stupid thing to say about yourself but you know what i mean i mean obviously i'm working on receivers Correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, and i view him as like a quarterback s- specialist in the same way watching film in a way that's like categorized organized and really it's not about like i don't know it's it's funny kind of like this is how I feel about reception perception. I don't view myself as like churning out analytics or churning out like data, even though that's what I'm doing. Really. It's just, I'm watching these players and keeping a rubric organized thought uh, along the way. And that's a lot of what Derek is doing as well right with with the quarterback position so i think it's a natural fit obviously great sim, uh, synergy between what quarterbacks and wide receivers and the relationship there so um i think it's great i think it's he's going to bring an incredible extra value to people's subscriptions you love the wide receiver stuff i think you're going to love the quarterback stuff as well and yeah like james said follow him on twitter because i've already seen him putting out like some some takeaways from some of these NFL guys he's charting so a little uh, sneak peek there
2: Yeah, not bad stuff, uh, certainly. And and I I really, honestly, am very curious to see the synergy uh, between what you guys uh, are able to kind of collaborate on. But uh, he will be joining the program. We'll cross our fingers. We'll hope he'll join the program here uh, in a couple of weeks. um, And you'll be able to hear from him then. But while Matt is on the road, by the way, uh, (laughs) I should mention, uh, the man needs a little bit of a break, does Matt Harmon, but that's okay. Um, Hey, listen, uh, we're going to talk about Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and a little bit of Wandale Robinson in today's show show as well. But I want to start the show off as we talked about Devante Adams, Aaron Rodgers, not that they have any kind of, you know, verbal sparring or anything like that. But, you know, uh, Devonte Adams did make a little bit of a splash by saying, quote, now people can't say that. Uh, Devante was talking about in regards to that'll never be the narrative ever again in terms of he proved that he is not a byproduct of what Aaron Rodgers did, that he is a standalone great player. And, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think anybody thought <laughs> that he was a byproduct of Aaron Rodgers. But certainly sometimes great athletes need that little extra motivation sometimes, Matt, uh, to get him going. And it felt like that's what he did there in 2022.
1: Yeah, I kind of disagree. I definitely thought there were people, you know, not not that it was like a a, a groundswell, like a real big push, but there are definitely some people that are like, what is Devontae Adams going to look like without Aaron Rodgers? And I always thought like in the inverse, well, what is Aaron Rodgers going to look like without Devontae Adams? You know, because Devontae Adams, and obviously this is what reception perception does. It isolates the player from their surrounding variables. What is Devontae Adams doing as an individual player? And the run that he went on from 2018 to 2021 in reception perception, I mean, he was just – An absolute freaking tear. We're talking about 79.5% success rate versus man, 78% in 2019, 79.5% in 2020, 79.6% in 2021. Um, He was above 82% success rate versus zone all three years, 87.6% career high in 2021. Uh 2021 career high 85.9% success rate versus press over 80%. 81% success rate in 3 of those 4 years. I mean, like that is one of the all-time, you know, unmatched runs for a receiver right. these those last 4 years in Green Bay. I mean, literally when you isolate him from uh, obviously a great quarterback Nick Before Patrick Mahomes, I would have told you that, like, the best thrower of the football that my eyeballs had ever seen was Aaron Rodgers, especially in those early Packers years. Crazy he's only ever been to to one Super Bowl. That's an illustration of how hard it is to get to that thing. Um, You know, I mean, obviously he's a great player, but when you isolate Adams and what he was doing from 18 to 21 in a Packers uniform, it was the best wide receiver play in the entire um, in the entire world, and, and I think it's again, it's just kind of funny that the narrative is immediately, well, what is Devontae Adams going to do without Aaron Rodgers? And, and to me, it was always like, oh, I mean, totally, but fair question. But what is Aaron Rodgers going to do without Devontae Adams? And frankly, I think the results were much better on Adams' side than they were on Rodgers. And I don't think that's a dig that I'm saying it or Adams is saying it on Aaron Rodgers. Right. It's just like let's keep in mind here that when you isolate him away from Rodgers, he's still. One of the I think he's got to be either the first or second name out of your mouth when you're talking about best receivers in, in pro football right now.
2: Yeah. In regards to, you know, historical data, you you mentioned those um, success rates, but uh, just kind of putting those in perspective. Right. Devontae Adams had three of the top eight success rate versus man scores uh, all within that twenty eighteen to twenty twenty one. Uh, Time frame. So again, three of the top eight success rates versus man coverage in all the guys that Matt Harmon has, has charted. That's, I mean, you talk about a run, that's just unbelievable. And and I think that one year that he was, um, you know, outside of that top 10, still clocked in at number 20. uh, That was a year that he was battling with, uh, he was battling injuries that year. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. I remember that because I remember coming into that, that 2019, I think season saying, he is going to be the number one receiver in fantasy football that year. And that was like right. a hot take because Michael Thomas, I think was it I think the year before had broken the, or, or it was the year that he had broken the catch record or something like that. I, you know, I can't remember, but it was like, it was kind of against the grain to say that. And then he ended up being the best receiver in, 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 I think fantasy the year after that, like, right. because he was dealing with those injuries. Yeah. But um, yeah, his, his last season in green Bay, Devontae Adams, 2021, 98th percentile success rate versus man, 96th percentile success rate versus zone, and 99th percentile success rate versus press. I mean, just absolutely, you know, on every route, as green as a damn Christmas tree, every route over the average success rate. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, I, I love that he said this because I think it's true, you know, that his one year in Las Vegas is is indeed proof that like, you know what? I'm not a product of Aaron Rodgers. He had, honestly, you could argue that he had one of his best seasons last year. He had a career high in yards per catch. I think that's really um, kind of encouraging for, uh, we'll talk about Derek Carr's new number one receiver later on. I'll I'll reference that number again, but like career high yards per catch. He was like uh, just an immediate, like down the field playmaker, which, and you know, again, um, this is not like this was a huge opinion, but there was at least some concerns like, well, you know, the Packers really used Devontae Adams in the slot at, like, 30%. Like, he's not going to be that guy with Hunter Renfro there. It turns out, like, Hunter Renfro isn't even that guy. Like, nobody was the slot <laughs> receiver because they were running just, like, two receiver sets. But, like, exactly. there was that. Like, they're, they're not going to get him those kind of layup looks. It's like, well, if you watch Devontae Adams in isolation, you, you, there's zero concern that he could beat, like, press man covers an X receiver. And that's exactly what he did from a vertical X receiver perspective. Like, not only did he have one of his best seasons last year, he probably played, like, the hardest role that he's ever played in his career as that like pure vertical X in the Las Vegas Raiders offense. But you know, the thing that I found interesting about this too, James was, um, you know, him kind of like alluding to, you know, it, like this isn't what he expected with, with coming to the Raiders, you know, he, hmm. he came here because of Derek Carr, like kind of questioning the, the future uh, of, right. of what this is going to look like. I am, I am really interested to see what this Raiders offense looks like this year. And I, I if I was Devonte Adams, I'd also be kind of like,
0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: All right, let me, let me give you a couple numbers here and then I'll throw out a part of his quote that I found to be really, really interesting. And that kind of dovetails to what you were saying, but Devonte Adams, a career high 180 targets last year. Now he did crack hundred receptions. Okay. And that's great. 1,500 yards, 14 total touchdowns. Uh, The guy was an absolute savage, an absolute beast, no doubt about it. But I will point out the fact that his 55% catch rate was a career low. Now, he's going into his age 31 season. And I want to go back to the quote um, that he was telling reporters, right? Uh, Again, you say, oh, well, hey, uh, that'll never be the narrative ever, uh, uh, ever again. It proved that I am me. A quarterback doesn't make me. I make me. All right, fine. Then he goes on to say, even if I went and played like dog shit next year, they can't say it because now I've already proved it throughout the course of a season. I found that part, Matt, to be really interesting, almost as if to say, he's able to read the room a little bit here, uh, and I don't think he's got, you know, he probably doesn't have the rosiest outlook for this Raiders offense in 2023.
1: Yeah, I mean... It kind of comes back to your original thoughts on like the the decision to move on from Derek Carr, which, by the way, I think is a defensible decision because I think there probably was a cap on where they could go with Derek Carr. Um, but the result of that was Jimmy Garoppolo, who is cheaper, who oh, yeah. has, you know, I mean, yeah, you the noise you made just just kind of said it right. Like, I mean, it's just <laughs> it's eh, OK, it's not like it's out, fine. It's cheaper. Um, at his absolute best, is Jimmy Garoppolo like maybe just as good as as Derek Carr? I I think, but also he's he's got injury problems. I mean, there's a right. chance there's a chance Devonte Adams like why he's saying this is because he's like, man, there's probably like a I don't know sixty percent chance I'm ca- catching passes from Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell, a day oh. three rookie, you know? It, like, yeah not great so yeah I, I i would have concerns if i was Devonte adams too and i i get why he's um kind of saying that because it's like and, and these are the these are the th- this was part of the whole article too was like these are the twilight years of his like prime basically right like, you know and i don't know i mean you look look he wanted to go to las vegas like i don't i'm not sitting here saying like oh man how sympathetic we need to be for Devonte adams like he obviously decided he was done with the Packers. It was time for that to end, and he was going to go to, to Vegas to play with Derek Carr, and also because he grew up, you know, his fa- family's Raiders fans. There's other reasons beyond the car part of it, but unfortunately this is the situation he finds himself in now.
2: I'm just curious to see what they end up doing there uh, on the offensive side of the football, and what what will they really do with Devontae Adams? I mean, again, if it's a rebuild, and certainly looks like it's a rebuild do you hold on to this very pricey piece, especially for a franchise that is notoriously uh, cash-strapped at every year, right? So I, I'm, I'll be interested to see what happens there. Uh, age 31, season incoming here for Devonte Adams. Um, I, I don't know. What are your overall thoughts on Devonte going into next season, man? Uh, I don't have a lot of hope for him. Uh, just kind of looking at the the offensive output there, and man, I just. Again, I I said it last year. I mean, everyone's like, oh, Josh McDaniels, this Josh McDaniels, that he's going (laughs) to figure. I'm like, guys, we've already seen him do this. He's already failed. Right. We've already seen not only has he not just failed, but we've seen this story repeat itself a million times over. How many times has Bill Belichick assistants absolutely just fallen on their face? Right. So this whole idea of Josh McDaniels as this offensive guru, I don't know where it came from. Like, I don't, I just don't understand where it came from. To me, he had, uh, he had to prove it. He absolutely, absolutely did not prove it with the Raiders last year. So we're still, but but it's funny. You, you look online, he, he's still getting like the benefit of the doubt of, well, it's Josh McDaniels. I'm like, Yeah. yeah. When you say it's Josh McDaniels, I take that as a negative, but most people take that as hope you know is on the horizon I guess I just don't see it but what do we see for Devante in 2023
1: you know I think too I do think uh, Josh McDaniels was a really good offensive coordinator with the New England Patriots even uh, you know look his final year there with Mac Jones like I think they had Mac Jones on a pretty good path and then you know it got completely derailed because of the situation that they decided to replace Josh Josh McDaniels with which has gone over ad nauseum but this is why this this head coaching job is so hard because not only now are you the offensive coordinator and you're taking on a bunch of that, but you're also um, going to have to a lot of other duties. So it's like you can be a really good offensive coordinator, but you're no longer the offensive coordinator anymore. So it's like does that really translate? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I did think that it was interesting that they hired my guy Scott Turner uh, to be the passing game Turner, uh, passing uh, game coordinator. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, but regardless, like. The thing with Devontae Adams that he is so good, again, in isolation that he will, I think, succeed with Jimmy Garoppolo because I think he is a quarterback proof wide receiver is Devontae yeah. Adams. You know, again, a guy yeah. who is and some of the like those routes that I mentioned that him and Derek Carr are really sinking on those intermediate and deep routes. Obviously, that's not going to be Jimmy Garoppolo's game, but it's like, okay, go back to those Packer seasons. Like I mentioned that 2021 season when they were getting him a lot of quick hitting looks over the middle of the field. Those are those are the Jimmy Garoppolo routes, like 25.1 percent of his routes were slants, 85.9 percent success rate that final year in Green Bay for Devontae Adams. Dig routes, 82.1 percent like Jimmy Garoppolo. Loves to throw himself some dig routes, some crossing oh, yeah. routes, you know, 100% success on the flat route, running at 9% of his charted routes, Devontae Adams. That you're like, these are the Garoppolo routes. It's not going to be deep and outside the numbers. We know that. But so again, I think Devontae Adams will produce well. He will just produce differently. The question is, is just again, how long is Garoppolo going to be out there? I actually th- think it's fine that Garoppolo can be, uh, you know, uh, a mid level starter, you know, he's, he's, he's got familiarity with the system. And I actually kind of think like maybe Kyle Shanahan elevates every quarterback, but I think Garoppolo played well in this offense back in the day in, in new England. So I think that's yeah. kind of like a negligible thing, but Regardless, I think that Adams will fit Garoppolo. It's just how long is Garoppolo going to be on the field? Like, are we we going to get a Brian Hoyer game? Because Brian Hoyer should be a coach at this point. And he's 100%.
2: Oh my God. He's
1: the backup quarterback. And again, the other quarterback on the roster is Aiden O'Connell, who's a day three rookie draft pick. So are we going to get Devontae Adams catching passes from those guys? That's pretty sad. But I think as long as Garoppolo's out there, dig routes, flat routes, crossing routes over the middle, some of the ra- routes to the flat. Those will be fine for 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 Devontae Adams. I think he'll produce well. It just as like what's the ceiling on this offense overall? Like how many touchdowns is Devontae Adams going to score this year?
2: Yeah, well, I, I I I totally agree with that, but let me just point out some coaching malpractice here uh in regards to the Raiders last year. Uh our our boy, Mac Collins was the second most targeted person on that team with 94 targets last year. This dude played like something like 90%, 95% of the snaps that is coaching malpractice, dude. I'm sorry. You know, it's like, what are we doing out here? Josh McDaniels, Matt Collins is your second most utilized player on that team. That's just absolutely banana pants. Uh, And then on top of that, Darren Waller, of course, leaves um, the team as well. So I don't know, man, I I, I think the offense could be a little bit of a disaster, uh, but we shall see. (laughs) we <laughs>